Uh, basketball without any air. I know they've come a long way since I was dribbling a basketball, but now the changes are, I think, something that most people haven't seen. Nick Florick is a co-founder and CEO of General Lattice. Thanks for joining us on WGN. Nick, how are you? I'm doing great, Lisa. How are you? Great. So tell us about this basketball that does not require air. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So it involves uh, 3D printing, a little bit of design magic, and um, we partnered with uh, the company Wilson Sporting Goods, another Chicago-based company here. Um, They had the ambitious idea of coming up with a basketball that didn't need air, Um, and so we were able to support them with uh, our design services and next generation of uh, 3D printed materials to, to help them achieve this goal. And and so you're you're Chicago based. Yep, we're um, we're located uh, actually down in the Pilsen neighborhood of Chicago, off of Nineteenth uh, and Western Ave. And tell everybody because some people still are like, "What do you mean three D printed?" That's a good question. So um, the printer that was actually used is uh, from a company called EOS. Um, and what happens really is a combination of lasers and uh, powder. And what's happening instead of taking, you know, like you traditionally make a part where you got a big block of material and you start cutting things away, um, we're kind of doing the inverse of that. So we're taking lasers and everywhere where that laser goes, the material solidifies and it goes layer by layer until you actually have, um, in this case, the basketball. I know it was used All-Star Weekend, Nick. What, what's the general consensus been of the quality of the ball and what you guys are producing? And then long-term, what do, what do you envision when it comes to the sporting goods and what you guys are producing? Yeah, good question. Um, so K.J. Martin was the one who actually dumped the, uh, the ball in the contest. Um, we worked really hard with Wilson and our other partners at EOS and, and Dimension to um, actually ensure that the ball was the same weight and rebounded just the same as a traditional game ball. So um, tons of engineering work went into uh, making that happen. And um, really we see kind of the future of sporting goods um, and this idea of, of uh, this next generation of what we call super materials um, that use 3D printing to do incredible things like make an airless basketball, uh, trickling into a number of different areas. Um, most importantly, we think uh, the headwear space is Actually, a really uh, kind of interesting next forte for this uh, technology. So you can think of replacing the traditional foam in helmet pads with a 3D printed foam using one of these digital super materials um, that does a lot of really cool things like makes the helmet safer by absorbing more energy on impact. Um, And you can even start to incorporate things like customization. So you could take the, the scan of someone's head and and 3D print the pads in, in the exact contour of their head shape so that it actually custom fits each individual one-to-one on a personal level. So um, we really see kind of this idea of mass customization and personalization being uh, a future for uh, the sporting goods industry in, in general. Do you think it'll ever be used for high school, college, or professional ball? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, matter of fact, uh, if you're familiar with the sporting goods industry, um, companies like Riddell, football helmets are already using 3D printed pads. Um, Bauer and hockey is doing the same. So this technology is already really being adopted um, across the industry. And so I think we're at that tipping point where this technology um, is starting to make its way um, into the mainstream. In terms of the, the basketballs and footballs, whatever else you guys might be producing, other than you know the you being able to personalize it exactly how you want to, I guess just what are the overall benefits over what we've been used to, what a basketball is, you know, one you got to pump up. Um, 
what what are the the main benefits over it, and what's the the cost compared to what we've traditionally come to know when it comes to you know recreational sports sporting goods? Yeah, so um, tech, technology wise, you know, three D printing's been around for a while, but only in really the last five years or so has it become um, production ready, as we like to say. You can start to mass produce parts on it. So um, in terms of cost, it's not quite there in terms of you know, let's compare it to traditional manufacturing. But um, what you have to look at it is, is what is the value add that you're getting out of using a 3D printer? So, you know, what's the price of customization? And, and you really can't do mass customization, for example, without the ability of 3D printing because, you know, you don't have any molds. So without the molds, you get this freedom of design and being able to, to do the one-off customization doesn't increase your cost. So I think in the long term, um, the, the price point of these sorts of technologies is going to be something that's um, initially designed for premium products, um, but ultimately will continue to make its way further and further into the mainstream. How fun. I just love that you're based here in Chicago and that, you know, this is something new that really hasn't been out there before. And how fun to, to see that product used at the All-Star Game. That must have been a kick for you. Yeah, it was super cool and, you know, a big win for the 3D printing industry as a whole. Um, You know, we love to just see these sorts of successes just based on uh, the industry that we're in as a company um, here in Chicago. So, and and again, super cool to work with the team over at Wilson. Um, You know, they were really the drivers behind this idea. We helped them with the execution of it. Um, But, um, you know, nice to work with another Chicago-based company as well. And they look cool, Nick. The ba- the, ba- the basketballs that he was like, they looked awesome. They were. It was very cool to see at the All Star Weekend. Yeah, I thought that. I think the the players got a good kick out of it too. After the the uh, dunk, everyone was kind of crowding around, seeing what was going on. Well, you know, the players dig it if they didn't give you the ball back. Did they keep it? <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we we still have yet to get ours back. So um, I think there someone go. got it somewhere. <laughs> All right, Nick. Thank you so much. Continued success. Appreciate it. Thank you.